Welcome into the Committed to Christ podcast. This is Greg and Kelly Krawick, along with our dog pound in the background. It's <laughs> Saturday, September 11th, and today I know our country is going to be remembering the events of 9-11 in New York City. And, uh, you know, it's it's a somber day, kind of, too, because of that anniversary. And uh, our son has been asking a lot of questions about that. And, and we were talking last night. I, I distinctly remember that day. Yeah, so do I. We had just gotten married. Yep. And a uh, couple months. Yeah, it's been, it, it was a few months. But then after that, um, I, I don't think it was September 11th. I think it was maybe the 12th where all the churches had opened up and there were prayer meetings taking place and everything. And it, Honestly, it's really sad that an event like that had to happen in order for gigantic prayer meetings. Yeah. What is that persecution? Yeah, really, really took an attack to, and and generally that's how the church grows. Unfortunately, it takes that to get the troops, the army of God motivated. Well, to get attention. Right. Right. Something like that, that shakes your core. So uh, obviously we pray for all those families who are, still mourning that day and the loss that they experienced that. I know it was pretty close to us. Uh, there was some, uh, a few individuals from a town that we lived in up in Northern Indiana that were killed that had kids that worked there in the trade center. But so anyway, it's, um, it's a somber day, but, uh, we are here with you and when it brings some encouragement. Yeah, we do. And I've got to... my coffee. Yes. Mm. Yeah, that, that was one of the other things I <laughs> thank you for bringing you that up. You get to have coffee with Kelly. I do. That, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, listen, if you have not heard of the Coffee with Kelly podcast, I would encourage you to check that out because you are doing a fantastic job. All and Jesus. you have a, you have a lot of listens and a lot of listeners, consistent following. I have a few people who like to, I don't, I don't understand. It's, you know what? It's encouragement. I think it's Jesus. Right. And yeah, I got maybe a couple of friends. So I actually have coffee with Kelly here in person. You have, you really do have a cup of coffee. It's much better on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. But I would encourage you guys, if, uh, if you haven't heard, go ahead and check that out. It's coffee with a K. Yes, it is. Coffee with a K. Because and my name starts there with There are actually... I could have ended it like... You know what I should have done is ended it with an I, mm-hmm. right? Because then it would have been like my name. But how would I have done anyway? I don't know, but... When that I, will take us down. <laughs> when I was searching for your podcast, there are other Coffee with Kellys. Are there? Yes. Do they spell Kelly with an I? Uh, No, they okay. don't. But they do spell Coffee with a K. Because their name starts with a K. Yeah, I guess See? so. We all think the same. Yeah. That's right. Ks are pretty too. Anyway... Yeah. So anyway, lots of coffee with lots of Kellys. Yes. But that's all right. There's only one. Well, there's not even one Kelly Craywick. There's only one Kelly me. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm an individual. <laughs> yes. Although I ran into somebody the other day who said I had a twin. Yeah. Actually, yeah, they, it was uh, their neighbor. I've, I've, I've ran into somebody here that says I have a twin. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. Isn't that strange? Yeah, we both have our, our twins are here in the upstate of South Carolina. I wonder Carolina, if so. we're like genetically somehow, <laughs> you know, maybe if we chase, trace back our ancestry, we would like come from the same, maybe somehow we're related. Could be. I don't know. I doubt it. Anyway, uh, so the title of today's podcast is going to be called Hold the Line. Yes. And this was a term that I had never heard of uh, until last Sunday at church when our pastor was uh, preaching his sermon 
and he brought up the term or the phrase hold the line right and, and that might is that a military term it is okay uh, that's where it comes from um i have the uh the google definition right okay, here yeah, in the great. palm of my hand wow. it says uh, to maintain the existing position or state of affairs okay. uh, this term alludes to former military tactics in which a line of troops was supposed to prevent an enemy breakthrough all right so when all else fails, Hold the line. when everything is falling apart around you, whether it's, I mean, if we're talking about military, yeah. stay the course, stay the course, hold the line, right. don't let them break the line, whatever you can do to prevent that from happening. That's really good. Yeah. So, and that's one thing that we need to remember in our lives when the enemy is pounding us with attacks and those uh, fiery darts and, and. And that is not easy, and that's why there's troops. We're not alone in this, right? Right. Mm-hmm. That's good. So I do have a scripture from Joel. Okay. That goes Joel chapter two. That that kind of goes along with this. This is a uh, Joel Joel chapter two verse eleven. The Lord thunders at the head of his army. His forces are beyond number, and mighty is the army that obeys his command. The day of the Lord is great; it is dreadful, and who can endure it? Wow. So God is the head right. of this army of believers. For the longest time in my Christian walk, I've often heard of uh, believers that were more seasoned, I guess you will, uh-huh. than myself, always referring to the army of the Lord, the army of God. And I never could quite figure that out. Well, now that I've walked this walk for 20 some years, I don't know. Right. I understand what they mean by that because it is a battle. It is. Yeah. A daily battle. Right. And not just, not just, um, as a, as a group, but also just by yourself. As a whole. Yeah. Right. Because if now with the current world events that are taking place, the church of Jesus Christ has always been under attack, but now it's even more out in the open. Right. Right. Uh, We hear uh, stories from overseas about the thing in Afghanistan where Christians are being hunted and and safe houses and, and all this and that. And I know that there are even some people in the media that are saying, you better protect your Bibles. Right. Because someday they may be coming to confiscate those. So that's why it's important. And I know you, you're you always touching on this. This this seems to kind of be your theme lately with Coffee with Kelly is getting into the Word. Right. Because when we get into the Word, we put it in our hearts. I mean... I hide the Word in my heart. Really. And, and I'm, right. I don't mean... I'm not trying to be a downer or anything today, right. but really what would happen if they did start confiscating... Physical Bibles. I mean, well, that's would we be able to stand? Right. Well, and and there are so many people who, if you're not in your Bible, because I've said this, you're going to believe what somebody quotes. You better really know that the person that you're listening to knows their word, because what if they're not quoting the Bible correctly? Right. Because that happens a lot, too. We have to be so careful of that, you know? And if you don't know your word, then you really are trusting somebody else with your life. It is very true. And, and I notice... Uh, I try not to spend a lot of time on Facebook. Uh, not not that I'm not catching up with friends or anything like that, but it, but there's a there's a spot in Facebook where you can watch uh, videos, and I noticed that there's a lot of of pastors now in those videos who are having these prophetic dreams, and I really try to stay away from those because, man, I, I I've watched a few of them, and they're it's like okay, there's something not right here. Because it, it it's almost some of these guys, the dream that they had is about how we need to serve them, 
how how <laughs> you know what oh, I'm saying? Okay. Like like they're okay. trying to draw people to themselves, and right, and uh, it's almost like okay, stay tuned because there's going to be a part two. That's why you stay you know? in your word, right? So that you know. Yeah, because I, I do believe in prophetic dreams. Like yesterday in my podcast, I talked about how God kind of showed me something about the burning fence, right? Yeah, that was great. Okay, well, that well, the thing is that wasn't prophetic. I, 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 that's not prophecy. No. That's biblical. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what you, if you know your word, then you know God says in the last days, these are things that will happen. And, and it just kind of, what he was doing is kind of just opening my eyes to kind of how he's, what is going to happen. I see it happening. Mm -hmm. It's not, I'm not prophesying anything, you know, and, and not that there isn't prophecy, but I think we have to just make sure that when there is a prophecy, it lines up with the word of God. Right. And God says, the other thing I think too, is like a lot of the prophets I've heard is like, there's going to be blessing, you know, God's going to bless you. God's going to, and okay, define blessing. Right. My mother passed away. Now her dog is dying, but the blessing in that is I'm learning to draw closer to God. That's a blessing, right. you know, so it doesn't always mean that the blessing is going to be America's going to be great again and we're all going to be one great nation and you're going to get to go on vacation to Bermuda like you wanted to because there's not going to be any more COVID. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. yeah the, the right. cruise ships are going to, you know what I mean? Like, what is the blessing? The blessing is being able to stand the line. Right. And not Hold worry, not be scared. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Not and, have fear. And this is a time in history right now. In 2021, what are we? September, September 11, 2021. The church has got to stand. We have got to hold the line. Okay, and define church because I see where the church is kind of okay. The true followers of Jesus, and it's not gonna, exactly because it's not going to be a building. I don't, be, I don't believe that. Like, I, I do believe that church is in a building, but I right. also know that the church, when when they're talking about the church in the Bible, they're talking about the people of God, right? not a denomination or a building. You know, and I think that's the other thing is people get so caught up in that. My church is the best. You know, my church does this. We do this. We outreach here. We do that. That's great. You know, but he's talking about his people. Right. Right. And there's so much more to that. So here, here's something from Matthew five. This is Matthew five, uh, verses, uh, 13 through 16 it says you are a salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. Right. So if the church loses its saltiness, it's not good for anything. Right. Okay, so moving on here, it says, you are, you, this is individuals, you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do, peop- neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. That's good. So if you, do you ever walk into a room where there's, maybe conversations taking place that shouldn't be. Yeah. You're the light. And all of a sudden people stop talking and they look at you <laughs> and they're like, oh, sorry. Um, oh, yeah, you're here. I guess we need to not. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's It gets weird. I always thought it was because they didn't like me. No, oh. no, it's a light. It's it's who's <laughs> in you. It's who's in you. It happens to me all the time, Oh, which is a good thing. You, I guess that's you a, think that's it's because like, you're a light. Yeah. Okay. Right. But, but How really, do you, know? you do need to let your light shine. <laughs> the church, we as Christians need to let our light shine. We need to hold the line. Right. Of the truth of Jesus Christ, right. not be compromised. Right. And uh, 
let our light shine wherever we are, wherever the Lord puts us, whatever service he has us in. And I, oh, see, now I'm going to, you know, I've been worked up all week about things that have been happening in our country. Yes. It's because of several years of compromise, 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 compromise in our government. And, and it, and unfortunately it's a well, hard, to, it's like to get anything done, they have to compromise. Yeah. It's a so, hard, it's, it comes down. Where but, do you draw but, the but, line? But listen though, it's, it's ran by individual people. Right. It's ran by individuals. There's not a machine or a computer up there. That's just, you know, doing right. it. it, it. It's ran by people who all have hearts and who all have a will. Right. And intentions. And, when, and intentions. And when that is compromised. Right. Because what's what is a, a natural desire of, of of the flesh of human of our human nature? More greed. I want more money, money, money. I right. can get stuff, and when you put that and combine it with power, right? There will be compromise. You're going to sell things. You're going to do things to get more for yourself, self benefit, right? And you don't care about anybody else. Right, exactly. About your, except yourself. Yeah, and you you can see that in the church too. Right, right? it's it, and, it is definitely what's in the heart. Right. Yeah. This week, my my personal motto, <laughs> personal slogan, has been abandon ship. Abandon ship. Get off, <laughs> because I love I love my country, and I, right. I know I've said this before. I'm I'm gonna vent here just a minute, and I know a lot of our listeners are gonna agree with me, and they're gonna yes, reach it, brother. I just I love my country. I'm a patriot through and through, but I'm a I, I'm I'm off. I support my troops. I do. Right. And we pray for, right. Even if you step off the ship, you still pray for those in service. And and I I don't mean to combine politics with religion, but like I told my son. Well, they do. They 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 run into each other. And and like I told my son, because sometimes he thinks I'm ridiculous in the things I say, but I said, listen, Aaron, when you get older and you see injustice happening, when you see things happening that aren't illegal right that are not supposed to happen people that are doing things with power and they're not being held they're getting away with it they're getting away with it when you read this thing we have called the constitution and the declaration of independence and they're not doing what's written written in there right it makes you angry it makes you what everyone agreed to right they're not holding up their end of the bargain and god is telling me why, why do I feel like this? Okay, I'm a citizen of heaven now. I've changed my address yep. to heaven. I know what's righteous. I know what's not righteous. Right. So for me personally, I have to hold that line. I have to, I have to hold myself accountable to God right. to say this far and no further. Right. I will not cross this line. Right. This is, this is the line where I'm standing. I'm standing with my faith in the Lord, and that's where I'm going to be. That's August. good. So... Take a deep breath. I'm done. You, that was good. You you really okay? You know I was. <laughs> boy, it got Back quiet you, all of a sudden. <laughs> it got really quiet. You know, I was thinking too. I think sometimes we look at other people and we think that God is wow. God's really moving in that person. I wish I felt that way because I remember being in a service um, a few months ago and feeling like this person really is on fire. They are really listening to God. They are moving in with God. I want that. How do I get that? I don't have that. Mm -hmm. And I think what I've, over the last few months, what I've seen is like, yes, I do. I have a role in all of this. We all have a, a, a role to fill. This, this holding the line is not for one pastor to do. It's not for one church. Right. It's not for one person. It's for the body of Christ, you know, and, and, where will you stand in this? Are you going to stand up and say, 
Because if you do, then you are on the front line. You are that person, just like, you know, any other great pastor. They, yes, there are, because even on my podcast, yes, there's only five or six people that listen to it, but God told me to do it because he cares about the one. Right. And all of us have that one that we're going to reach that somebody else won't. And in that moment, it can change. And then there might be another one that's going to hear it. You know, like you put it out there, you say it, you stand up, you take a stand. And there are going to be people that are going to say things bad about you that aren't going to lie. There's going to be the devil is automatically going to attack you because he knows what your weakness is. And everybody has one. It doesn't matter who you are. I was telling Aaron, I was flipping through. I was kind of doing some research and I was flipping through like how social media affects us, you know, affects society. And I ran across, because he really likes uh, Elon Musk, I ran across this this video and he, he him and some other guy, and I'm sorry, I'm not a name person, so I don't even know who, it, it was a big name, I think, but I don't know. I don't know who it was. No. Anyway, he was having this conversation about social media and he was saying, you know, you see on Instagram, all these people, they post these pictures and they look great and they're having this great time and they're still on their vacation, but everybody has their moments where they, even though you see the picture and it says one thing, on the inside, there's something else going on. You know, we all have that struggle. Everyone, even Elon Musk. Sure. You know, so the thing about that is we all have to remember is that we have to keep speaking for God even when we don't feel like it, even when we don't think we're speaking to anybody. You know, keep your stand. Don't don't fall back. Don't leave the don't leave the line. Hold the line. Don't step out. Right. Because then you leave a hole. And then that's and that's kind of how compromise starts happening. Right. And it's important for us to not be discouraged in these times that are happening. We need to be scattering the seed of Jesus. That's right. Listen, uh, so our, our, so we're not saying don't take it critically. If we say, read your Bible and you're not just start reading your Bible. Right. I don't read my Bible enough. We need to, we need to work while it is yet day. Exactly. Don't waste the time. Right. Because listen, the, the rapture is coming. And I know the church has been, oh, yeah, it's coming, it's coming. Uh, we've been waiting for years. Listen, today, one day closer to That's when right. it's going to happen. And we need to be busy about the the Lord's work. Exactly. So this week, right? this week coming up, yes. I'm going to announce this. Okay. By faith, yes. we are starting a youth group. Yes, we are. In the middle of the COVID church. when people are getting quarantined. Because the Lord has put it on our hearts to do this by faith. Right. And there might only be three people there. Who but cares? But that's Okay. God has something he wants to say to the three people that are there. Right. And I'll take it. I'll be as one long, of them. As long as there's somebody, <laughs> as yeah. long as there's somebody to listen. Right. You know, everybody has a platform. It is so true. Even if it's your children. Sure. I mean, preach to your dog. Yeah. <laughs> you our, know our, what I mean? Our son is so thrilled that his parents are going to be his youth <laughs> pastors. Oh, boy. You're Mom so old. Oh, we're so What are you going to oh, have to say? Oh, my gosh, man. You've got oh, like. Oh, my goodness. You don't even know what it's like to be a teenager now. Because I was never a teenager. I don't know what I did before him. I really don't. I was so just ignorant. Well, anyway. Yes. So this week, if you're <laughs> if if you are living in the upstate of South Carolina and you have youth that do not attend a youth group, right? Bring them on by. Yes. We're there we from six thirty to eight. The Rock Church. Rock Church in South Carolina. So anyway, right. um, just a little plug there. But really, though, even in this culture, it's still important to hold the line, move by faith. Let's, and encourage who you can. Yes. Because we're all in this together. And right. and Amen. we know what's going to... Well, and I think if you look at the persecuted ch- church, if you look at how, how God grows, it's when 
people scatter. Yeah. So the big church idea is not always going to be there. Right. And if it is, I don't know if it's always going to be that great. Best example? Keep going. Iran. Church in Iran. Look how it's, it's exploded. How many believers are there and they don't have a building. Right. Right. So that's Praise a, the Lord. That's a, they are leading. I was praying this morning, and, and we'll wrap up here in just a minute. I was praying this morning for Afghanistan and the Christians there that are being persecuted in the Middle East and everything. And, and God just showed me, listen, they're leading the charge. That's right. Of the church. They're on the front lines. They are on the front lines of yeah. God's army because they are taking the hits. That's right. They are. I mean, these people are running for their for their lives all the time. Seriously. Save houses. <laughs> Literally. And if they get caught, they get executed. Yeah. And go to be with Jesus. They're martyrs. Right. They are on the front line. We need to be praying for those people. And God help me to have that kind of faith. Yeah. Boy, is God that help me. Because yes. I'm a really comfortable American. Yeah. I'm not ashamed to be an American. I already went down that road. But really, though, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it's we like our own to, troubles. To, to be that way. Right. And I know that there are there are our brothers and sisters in other countries that are actually praying for the persecution of the church in the United States. Right. Why? Because it will grow. Right. That's right. Because we're spoiled little brats here. That's right. We really are. Yeah, I'm not going down that road. I went there yesterday. I I know. I know a lot of people don't (laughs) like to hear that. But when you travel to another country and you come back, you realize there's no place like home. Right. Really, there's no place like home. Well, isn't it like the disciplined child? If there's no discipline and there's no rules, they're not happy because they don't know which way to go. And they kind of just are all over the place and nothing makes them happy. And that's kind of how it is. Too much free will. It's how it is here. Right. We've gotten too comfortable. And so now it's like, okay, you know, and and. Sure, it's all still good, and it might be still good for another 20 years, but be ready because it's not always going to be that way. Amen. Hold the line in your life, ladies and gentlemen. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to the Committed to Christ podcast. We really do appreciate it. We look forward to hearing and reading all of your comments. You've been leaving us on Facebook. Please check out Coffee with Kelly. Um, She does several of those podcasts a week. They're short little snippets. Of encouragement. Of encouragement. So again, thank you all. Be blessed. We love you all. We'll talk to you next time.